Hi friends, I'm Ray Keating, and this is Free Enterprise in Three Minutes. In this 126th episode, we're going to look at the first of a few lessons on the benefits of deregulation. This initial case, this initial example, will be freight railroads. Now, in 1887, you heard that right, 1887, the Interstate Commerce Commission was established. And it came to rule over the railroad industry by setting prices, having approval over adding new routes and removing old routes, and deciding whether or not mergers could occur. As time wore on, the market inevitably changed with competition from, for example, trucks and air transportation. Yet, regulation remained, and its costs climbed ever higher. Consider what the Federal Railroad Administration reported. Quote, Prior to 1980, economic regulation prevented railroads from any flexibility in pricing needed to meet both intra- as well as intermodal competition. Regulation also prohibited carriers from restructuring their systems, including abandoning redundant and light-density lines, a necessity for controlling costs. Added to these problems was the industry's inability to cover inflation due to the regulatory time lag and rate adjustments. As a consequence, nine carriers were bankrupt, the industry had a low return on investment and was unable to raise capital, and faced a steady decline in market share. Close quote. All predictable from an economics perspective, by the way. The ill effects of this oppressive regulatory regime became clear for all to see. The American Association of Railroads summed matters up this way. Quote, by the 1970s, eight decades of overregulation had brought America's freight railroads to the brink of ruin. More than 20% of rail mileage was owned by bankrupt railroads. Safety was deteriorating, and tracks, locomotives, and freight cars were falling apart, and railroads couldn't afford to repair them. Railroads were unable to provide the safe, efficient, cost-effective rail service that American businesses needed to grow, close quote. Unfortunately, rather than deregulating, Congress initially chose to nationalize a variety of failed railroads, creating the Consolidated Rail Corporation, or Conrail. That, of course, merely got taxpayers on the hook. The railroad industry only returned to health after Congress passed and President Jimmy Carter signed into law the Staggers Rail Act of 1980. This act partially deregulated railroads in terms of setting prices for services and setting rail rates, uh, making decisions regarding what routes to use, and establishing shipper contracts. That is, allowing freight railroads to make decisions based on market conditions. Crazy, right? The benefits from this major deregulatory measure are widely acknowledged, including vast improvements in industry efficiency and productivity, capital investment, maintenance and safety, market share, profitability, and reduced costs and enhanced service for customers. By the way, Conrail also was privatized in 1987. So under burdensome regulation, railroads were nearly destroyed. Thanks to deregulation, railroads were reborn. Nonetheless, efforts to re-regulate American railways have gained dangerous attention in Washington, D.C., as I record this in November 2021. Hey, do politicians ever learn? Unfortunately, I don't think so. Perhaps they should tune in 
to this podcast. Thanks for listening. Like and follow us on Facebook at Free Enterprise Economics and on Twitter at Free Enterprise 7. And subscribe to the Free Enterprise in 3 Minutes podcast. Take care. And hey, think more like an economist.